Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. Let me tell you, we've got something special for you today. Why? Because Nick did a semblance, a small section of his homework. So I actually have input. We've got a new Drag Race, Drag Race UK, season three. We wrap up Holland. And let me tell you, I don't know about you guys, but there is zero fatigue, despite my many fears about many things, about getting invested in the situation, because it is Rockstar Central. We also talk about Nine Perfect Strangers, which I didn't watch the season finale of, shocker. Sex Education, which I finished and Julie didn't, shocker. And then we also talk about various forms of media that we've consumed, including Ted Lasso, which no one fucking told me was amazing, and Love on the Spectrum, which many people did, and is a super beautiful, authentic, heartwarming story. And we make a lot of jokes about everything. So buckle in, settle down, and we hope you super enjoy this week's episode. That was perfect. Amazing. On the next level, it's a new K-pop song by Espa. <laughs> oh my god! I had to watch two K-pop videos last night before I could go. <laughs> Nick was holding you hostage, essentially. Yeah. I made him listen to the segment of uh, "To Love or Leave It," where he was ranting about loving Drew RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> so and I was like, "Here's your pro just... quo." <laughs> she gave you a present, and I did too. <laughs> Um, did you see that BTS met with the UN? <laughs> As well, they should. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Uh, what? What? The president of South Korea, BTS, and the UN. Correct. <laughs> what did they discuss? We use no idea. <laughs> I don't know. RM, they Vaccinations, right? They're they? talking about vaccines. Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't know. BTS I know they... should get the vaccines out. They did. Use K pop for good. Good they job. They were. Amazing. <laughs> my uh, my main go-to gal in, in the Simmers community um, was advocating for vaccines in her latest video, which is super sweet. I hope it really worked and somebody went out there and got it just because of that. I think so. She's got a pretty loyal following, myself included. And she always does these charity streams where she makes like raises hundreds of thousands of dollars for um, St. Jude's. She's a good egg. Good so she raises money by you watching her play The Sims? On Twitch. I don't watch nor contribute, but I will um, uplift her <laughs> and her lofty goals that she meets. Her name's a little Simsy. Anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't watch her on Twitch, where are you watching her? Like, you are you getting this information? Um... Yeah. What a powerhouse. Wow. Anything else you've been consuming this week that, I don't know, adults well, want to talk about? recording. I did. Oh, yeah, no. This is already happening. You said, let's start. <laughs> I thought, in my head, every single other podcast, we've done a one, two, three start. Was that never. just in my head? We've no, that's never done head. that. Because I feel like we've done it every time. We tried to one, two, three something, and you couldn't do it. Remember? It's one, two, three, go, and then you go. No, it's not. I would like do to take a poll. I don't. No, this is not fair. You cannot take a poll with... <laughs> Julie and I already were on the other side of this. and you, The go is in parentheses. It's when you begin. <laughs> now, Emma, you should know science. The sample size is too small. 
I'm but we've also this never out. done this to start our recording ever. <laughs> I, well, perhaps we should start. We, I don't know. I feel like that'd be fun. Yeah, just, <laughs> maybe that's what I'm heading to. <laughs> I'm recording on the right thing. I'm on the USB. I'm pressing. Oh the gosh, I didn't hear that. Sometimes I spend so much time listening to my own thoughts. So are you recording now? I sure am. Yeah, okay. now I'm recording. <laughs> One, two, three, go. Yeah, we do it every week. <laughs> Do you even go here? No. I, I just sort of arrive places, like Amy from Sex Education. Okay, so let's start there. I had to finish watching season two first. Yeah. Why did you stop was, initially? Was it too I, overwhelming? I just, it's like a, a soap opera, but it's not dramatic enough. Like, it's not the Katya OC. loves it. Great. But um, I don't know. I, like, I just need Maeve and Otis to get together. Mm-hmm. There's too much of everybody not being together, mm-hmm. and then the last episode, everybody's together, and then the beginning of season three. Thanks for the warning about the <laughs> fucking orgy that starts off season three. I was like, ow, oh, ow, oh, ow. Oh, it's okay. not an orgy; oh. it's a compilation, if you will, oh, of different activities. You are right. You're right. You are right. I mean, I think there is an orgy or two in there, but you're right; it is a compilation, yeah. and it was a lot. It was arresting and arousing and engrossing. And I felt and gross. very involved. Well, gross and for you, yeah. Yeah, very gross. Thanks for that. So did you finish season three? I sure did. Yeah, I finished it that night. I've been, for after, it's interesting. Hold on. That show is long. Yeah. You can't be like, even fast forwarding 10 seconds ahead, that's going to take you more than a day to watch that whole season. It's super didn't. It took me eight <laughs> hours. And I didn't fast forward. Well, I fast forwarded through some bits that were just like, oh my God. Okay, get us together. How old is your twin, Asa Butterfield? They're like 40 now and they're sophomores. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> Literally. Like, these people me. are like 40 and they're like, I'm just learning how to drive. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it was helpful how- to me that he finally grew facial hair. I'm like, okay. Oh, what did they call his grit stash? We call it a grit stash, but what did they call it? Something funny. Anyway, does, uh, does it end happily? Is it the end of season Oh, have you not finished? Then? No, it's a slog. I don't know why. <laughs> Please ruin it for me. I do not care. I want you How to ruin my life, get? baby, ruin my life, baby, ruin the my life. The end of episode one. <laughs> oh, my God, you're devastating. Oh, but is I this watched... how it feels to engage with me every week? No, I Worse. did watch Trixie and Katya watch Sex Education season three, though. They didn't, <laughs> That's the same. They didn't give any good spoilers. Asa Butterfield was born in 1997. 07, 17. He's 24. <laughs> anyway, what? do he and Maeve end up... Okay, the last thing I saw, Maeve calls her mom... Because her friend in the wheelchair said, your mom has drugs. My brother found them. So the mom's like, I'll never forgive you. I'm like, This was in season two. Was it? All right. The beginning of season three, Maeve has bangs. The kooky kooky, um, Dean comes. And she's Uh obviously going to end up being awful from Lucy and Yeah. (laughs) So that's all I know. And Adam Adam and uh, whatever his name is might both be bottoms. Oh, no. First of all, um, I will say that I was deeply invested in the first season and a half. And then the latter part did get frustrating just because you were like, why won't they? I honestly feel like in areas of my life where I do excel in communication, at least in my own personal opinion, which I see Julie's about to fiercely rebut, uh, is because uh, growing up on TV, watching so many shows and being like, if you just talked it out, we would not have any of these problems. Open lines of communication, honesty, or just tell them what they want to hear. Just keep talking, all right? Always be talking. 
Thanks, Frank. <laughs> Communication. Oh, there we go. ABCs. Always be communicating. Nailed it. Crushed it. My MLM starts now. So that got frustrating towards the end because it's like, why won't they get together? And the third season was much more bittersweet. It was less like raucous comedy and it laid more into sort of like philosophical and very emotional plot points rather than just like <laughs> funny. So it was a different tone, but I still enjoyed it. I really liked Otis's love life, but this is my favorite season for him and his dating because I felt like his relationship with Ruby, like they managed to get me invested in it and then they ended it well. And then he and Maeve, you do finally get some satisfaction with him and Maeve. It was interesting. There was discourse on Twitter because there's always discourse on Twitter, even whether it warrants it or not. And people were like, how does Otis, Asa Butterfield, keep getting all of these women? And they were like, have you ever seen a hot girl? Their type is like an anemic, sickly, super gaunt, very tall, gangly monster. Like this is real life playing out before your eyes. Well, as Rose said, I don't want to have your extraordinarily long children. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Rose? Ruby. Sorry, Ruby. I was like, maybe I did miss some things. Yeah. There were so many amazing things to watch this week that I was like trying to get to it to make you happy. But I watched one episode and then the wrap up. It's all right. I had such restorative sleep last night that I'm feeling very happy. You know, like the long, extensive sleeps that are like depression sleep where you're just sleeping because you don't want to face the waking world. And then you sleep so long. Okay, well, society as a whole, dear listeners, or when you sleep so long that it just feels like shitty because your body just sort of shut down. And then the ones where it's just like you just super needed it and you feel refreshed and restored and healed. That's why I was last night. Okay, Julie, well... (laughs) My you mood said, is shifting. No, and I said no. I'm it was jealous. a royal do you to the royal community of royals. Well, I was right. answering as the royal we. <laughs> oh, touche, mon frere. <laughs> but I'm glad you had good sleep and feel restored and excited. It seems like it. <laughs> uh, the season finale of the other two was hilarious. Such a good show. They've been getting on my nerves the entire season, but I thought the end was really good. Did you finish it? I haven't even started season two. Okay, great. Well, I'll just keep that to myself. But, but after, I was... Go there you go. This is your time. Nope. This is your time to shine. Scratching my head. <laughs> so I was having a lovely conversation with someone at work because I've been encouraged to actually engage with the guests and not view them as vectors of eventual death. And so this lovely woman was wearing an Ooh David shirt and she was waiting on some of her drinks. And I was like, oh my God, I love that. She was like, yes, I love the show and I haven't finished it because I don't want it to be over. And I was like, (gasps) we're the same. (laughs) And I feel the same way about the other two. It's just something that I super look forward to. I don't want to finish because then it'll be over. I did the same thing with the seventh Harry Potter book until my girlfriend at the time ruined it for me, ruining women forever. God, this girl was in your life for how long? (laughs) And you tell like 4,000 stories about her. It was during very formative years. And that scar tissue never heals. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, well, did you watch the finale of Nine Perfect Strangers? You know, we do our best to survive in this world. And we make choices. And this was a choice. Okay. Um, I found it satisfying. I know, Emma, we talked about it yesterday in real life. It was good, right? I've never heard of that. You didn't finish... I didn't read the book, but I hear that it's not the same as the book, but it was a nice happy ending. And for the 18th Nicole Kidman vehicle of the year, I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then I'm sure, Nick, you watched all of Love on the Spectrum, too. <laughs> no, I did um, <laughs> watch Love. Oh, I think I talked about this last week. Naked and Afraid of Love, you did. Um, mm-hmm. which was terrible. Um, but no, I didn't watch any Love on the Spectrum, but I support it. Yes. Well, it's the sweetest, genuine people on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. Filterless, like, oh, this isn't working, so I'll try this, and I'll go over here. And lots of the same people are back from the year before, and they speak about real stuff, like, my parents saw you on the show, and they thought we'd be really good together. And you're like, oh, me too. Aww. So I was very invested. I, I binged that in one night. Highly okay. satisfying. So For a show that seems like it's about, like, collectivism and unity, um, who's your favorite? Let's turn it into a meritocracy. Who's your favorite couple? <laughs> Well, there's a couple that gets married at the end. I also won't ruin that. Um, and sobbing. they, I'm sobbing. She's screaming. <laughs> He's stimming. I love that. It's the best. It's the best moment of my entire life this year. I mean, she literally <laughs> is like walking down the aisle. Like I just need to see my boyfriend, my husband. I just need to see him. And then he sees her and then she starts screaming. Oh my God. The best. It's the so best love 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 so it's just the best dating show ever made on television ever wow john love it wow (laughs) because they're not it's just where they're at i just love that they just find these people you get to know them as humans you get to understand what dating is like for them sometimes it's successful sometimes it's not and then you say goodbye but you know that they're like gonna keep trying but it i just love it (laughs) it's just a nice i just feel like they're more successful and they prove this after the first season if they go on a date where you do something, right? So like yes. in the first season, they went to a sunflower farm and then in this one, they go racing. So they're at like a Formula One uh, oh. racing simulator. <laughs> For the viewers and at home, the listeners at home, Julie just did a, uh, <laughs> a Megan <laughs> the Stallion <laughs> tongue move. Those are my new men. So <laughs> the guy is way into it and the girl's never done it before. And she is driving, I don't know, four miles an hour on a track, like a simulator. And he's like, you, you could go a little faster. And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> so she goes like five miles an hour. He's like, you could go a little faster. You can tell he just wants to be like, floor it. But he doesn't. And they are darling. And he, they are... Super Do they sweet, get married? So. Is that the ones who get married? I'm not going to spoil it. I don't even know who they are yet. Exactly. But I love them already. <laughs> mostly because like so much of reality TV, all of reality TV, lacks any authenticity because everyone's playing up for the cameras. And it sounds like these motherfuckers just don't give a shit. And they're just like, I'm going to tell you exactly what needs to happen in this moment. The best is when they're on a date. And I'm sure we can all relate to this. And someone goes to the bathroom and the girl talks to the producers. And they're, she, they're like, are you okay? She's like, no. This is too much. I think I need a break. I'm feeling very overwhelmed. About to have a panic attack. Good I got to go. Her. I know. Aww. She's just like, peace. And the guy's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Did I do something? She's like, no. I mean, it's just too much. She's like, I'm bye. And it's not like I'm so sorry. I might hurt your feelings. She's just like so, super taking care of herself. Advocating, right? Like, this is overwhelming. I'm uncomfortable. And I don't want to be here anymore. See you later. Rock on. I can... I can relate to that aspirationally, but no, I would just ghost. I would not have the foresight and the maturity to be like, hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I can't do this. I would lie or I would leave. Yeah. To say it's like a developmental delay when I I feel like watching the majority of the people on the show are much better people than we are, much more able to sit in their feelings, be real with people. There's a guy who um, goes out with a girl and he can't make eye contact, right? So he's just facing the side. And uh, he's, they're just talking and she's looking right at where he would be if he were looking at her. And he's 
he's like, yeah, a lot of people tell me I need to look at them. And she's like, oh, I don't care. I'll just keep looking this way. You do whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, my, I t- it's really hard to look at people. So my person told me to look at their eyebrows or between their head. I don't look at people's eyes either. This is great. Ha. Huh? And then he turns and then they have full eye contact. And then I ex- puddle out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you just see this magical moment happen of people just being who they are and someone else seeing them and accepting it. And then they just find each other. I'm all alone. <laughs> I'm all alone. Look, my niece felt so bad for me. She sent me this little dog. Oh, and a little narwhal. It's the wonder candle. dog. Oh it's my me. god! And then she sent me a jar of Anyaisms. So they're like little pieces of paper in a little jar with seashells. So there's like I don't know, maybe five of them. But I pulled out the first one, and it says, "She's a huge Survivor fan." She says, "Will you be my loved one?" if I make it to the family episode of Survivor. And I literally started Aww. crying. I'm like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me, ever. Thank you, Nisi. So, so Anya's a character from Survivor and not from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because is, <laughs> Anya is my niece. She's a real person. Okay. She sent I me this to... bear and this narwhal. It's <laughs> <laughs> so and cute. Like a million other things. And then in there was a jar of Anya-isms, like things that, oh, that one she... of them says oh, like, okay, you're going to rock this day. I need to start watching Love in the Spectrum so I can learn how to be a better person. <laughs> Who's Anya? Literally my niece, whom I love and talk about a lot. What it's all good. For a contact bar. Then I watched a super dressing, depressing movie called The Starling with Melissa McCarthy oh, I heard and that was Kevin terrible. Klein. I know, but it was Melissa McCarthy and Kevin Klein. I just thought maybe it would be good, but it wasn't. <laughs> but they're real cute. It's terrible, but you know, what are you going to do? What's the, what starlings, why? Because they're invasive birds that my dad would have us chase away in the yard. So she is married to the dude from Bridesmaids who's the Scottish guy who ends up with Kristen Wiig, whose name I can't think Chris of. Chris O'Dowd. That's what I said, Chris O'Dowd. So she's married to Nick him. Nick for the win. Sorry, continue. And they, their daughter, their baby dies of SIDS. So he's in a mental hospital because he's tried to kill himself. She's trying to pull herself back together. She starts to redo their garden in the front and a starling keeps hitting her in the head and making her bleed and just ends up going from there. And the very end, which no one's ever going to watch this movie but me, so I'm fine with it. The husband finally gets out of the mental institution. She's had some therapy from Kevin Klein. They're going out into the garden to get two cucumbers and a carrot, and if they can make it some kale, and they both put on their football helmets, and they run out and two stars <laughs> whack them in the head. Thumbs up. It's like America's <laughs> magpies. Those things are fucking vicious. Have you seen are those they? videos? People yeah. on the camera of their helmets and magpies will just swoop down and try to kill them. They're coming for blood. It's not, honestly, the creepy crawlies that scare me most about Australia, and many things do. It's the birds. The <laughs> cassaway, the magpies, they'll peck you to death. Maybe it's because I watched the birds at a very young age, and that scene when the dude's eyes were pecked out did emotionally traumatize me more than most everything else I've been through in life. I haven't had a very hard life. Have you not seen the Croning Three <laughs> from uh, Shit's Creek. Creek? Is it the Croning? Oh, they're right to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called? It's the Croning Part Three or something? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no, it's a winter of our discontent. <laughs> she disappeared into that role. Honestly, Catherine O'Hara and Moira Rose are the two Meryl Streeps of our time. <laughs> All right, well, those are all my shows that I watched. You always, I always feel like I'm in the uh, the All-Star Season 2 sort of roast situation with Alyssa and Alaska. When I say something, you're like, burn. And you're like, burn. Wow. Fantastic. 
Ouch. I think that you are one of the funniest people in the history of the world. Do you know how to volley with me? Not great. <laughs> I just you spike it You smash me and then you go, why didn't you say anything funny? And I'm like, I'm pulling the tennis ball out of my eyeball right now, but I'm working on it. It's a fun dynamic. How do you feel, Emma? <laughs> She's raising one eyebrow and looking like she'd like to disappear into the wall. Burn. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> so is this a proper segue to Drag Race? I or mean, did you I watch thought we had stuff? other things. No, no, let's talk, no, let's talk more about no, it. Well, did, you watch, did you finish Holland? I finished Holland, but I also finished Ted Lasso season one. Finally. Oh. I don't know why none of you told me it was a good show, but it has been <laughs> exceptional. <laughs> Just a little heads up would have been fantastic. Oh my gosh. It's so sweet and so heartfelt and so funny. That was my tearjerker moment. Uh, for whatever reason, whenever it got emotional, it had just put me in that vulnerability is okay space where every time it just got even a little tearjerky, I was like full on sobbing. And I was just like, this is the sweetest thing ever. And are you most attracted to Roy Kent? A hundred percent. Yeah. I would like to wear his chest hair as a cardigan to keep me warm at night. So he has a podcast, Brett Goldstein does, and he is just a dork. And it's all if, like movies you're willing to die for or something or last movie you see before you die. He's great. He's a total nerd. He was right when he put himself on camera. You would never have picked him for that role, but he's so <laughs> great. Jamie Kent. And you can see why I like Jason Sudeikis in it, right? Yeah, no, and I've been pretty ambivalent about Jason Sudeikis. I think it's just when he was with Olivia Wilde, she kept talking about their, like, Kenyan marathoner sex, and I was just like, I have a lot of problems with this, and I think I just need to forget that you both are people. And he just seems like that sort of, like, cocky bro who's also super funny, and it's like, okay, you have it all, which I give a pass for John Hamm because he does self-deprecating roles. You but think Jason Sudeikis and John Hamm are on the same level good-looking-wise? Not good-looking-wise, Because no, they just... are not. <laughs> That is a no. How did I not days? realize that Hannah, whatever her name is, is the, one of the, the moms sex education. from Sex yeah. Education? I hadn't watched it in so long. I just think of her as Septim Crazy Pants from Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I did it. I forgot that Game of Thrones even happened because they fucked it up. I know. <laughs> Unique opinion. Everyone believes it was great. But no, she was fantastic. And the whole show was just like super fucking heartwarming. Nate was, I mean, the um, woman who ends up with... Roy Kent is my absolute favorite Keely? character. Keely. Oh, know? my God. Star of the entire fucking show. Every single time Keely was there, I would talk to the empty room at 4 a.m. and be like, everyone stop talking, okay? <laughs> Shut it down. Keely is speaking. She's talking about karaoke. A famous Asian pastime. <laughs> I was watching an old one today just to try and remember because I don't even remember. I think I watched it in a blur in the pandemic. Um, but it's the first time she like tells Rebecca to fuck off. And then the guy's like, I don't think it'd be very funny if I told you to fuck off. She's like, no, I wouldn't get out of my office. You're like, okay. Like, <laughs> office so which good. is the press room. <laughs> yes. And then she, they become such sweet friends. I just love it. It's beautiful. And she's like, despite you would think that Keely would maybe defer um, to her a little bit more, but she calls around and it's just like, you know, it wouldn't change what happened to Ted, but it would change how I view you. And just very honest of like, we can be friends, but I expect you to hold yourself accountable. You taught me to hold people accountable in my life and I'm going to hold you accountable. You stupid wanker. I said wanker so much. Jim. Jim yeah, that's how, I, that's how I view all footballers, to be honest. It's just like little Jamie Tarts. Well, I was watching the one today where Danny Rojas comes and he's singing his own theme song and he's playing soccer. And he's like, Danny Rojas, Danny Rojas, Danny, Danny, Danny. You're like, oh my God, he's singing his own theme song. Magic. I love that they all have theme songs. Hooligans. Jamie. 
No, Keely and the uh, bar proprietor were my absolute favorite characters. May. And what's her name, May? Well, May's my fucking bae because she's a treat. <laughs> Straight shooter as well. Um, and then everyone else is like sort of tied for third. It's good. It's really good. It's, but you said the second season's not quite up to muster. I just think it's an American thing where like we have to have a second season. We have to dive deeper into people. So it's different, right? Where we are at this moment, I'm fine. Um, but it's not the same energy as season one. So it's a sophomore slump, okay you know? And it's I think not, I will be. It, I, I, as Emma said, they had to do these two extra episodes that just kind of went in a different place. I loved the Christmas episode. A common friend of ours didn't like it. My mom didn't like it, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to watch it at Christmas. Yes. I was like, <laughs> and this last episode had a funeral. I won't tell you who. Um, I'm terrified. And it was really good. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I did see people tweet like, grief is the price you pay for loving someone deeply and it's worth every penny. Is that from Ted Lasso? Because it was tweeted by the Ted Lasso account. So I like assume that's part of it. But maybe not. Maybe... Maybe the widow said that, but I don't. It didn't stick with me. Okay. Hey, oh, watch it flow. It's time for the Romeo show. Holla, Romeo show. Stop what you're doing. It's a Romeo show. It's a theme song from the Romeo show. <laughs> All right. So it's time for the tweet of the week. Are we going to play the optometrist version? Mm-hmm. The optometrist wife. Yes. So this is so it's a two-parter. Listening up. Uh, New York Post posts... Woke writer attacks the word virginity and suggests sexual debut instead. To which Allison Agosti writes, everybody, truly every single person needs to fucking relax about everything. <laughs> Agreed. Honestly, be true. Um, right? About relaxing, everyone just needs to chill the fuck out. Secondly, I do love sexual debut because then you could like, can you imagine like at the point of completion, you just have like little confetti cannons go off. It's like, I debuted. Oh my God. You can be hired for like hype woman status for that situation. I do not want to be there when people are. I know that's the beauty of it. That is the beauty of it. You'd just be like covering your eyes and crying and be like, congrats. All right, Josh Gondelman tweeted, this morning I typed shit into a text and then I deleted it and replaced it with fuck. So that's how things are going over here. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like one or two? I feel like we started so strong with one. I agree. All right, we've got another two-parter. This one's starting out with my my boyfriend, Solomon Giorgio. He said, just got a, we met before. Congrats, bitch. You're about to be forgotten a second time. (laughs) (laughs) To which Jay Vizas wrote, I once introduced myself to someone and she replied, we've met before. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. And she said, yeah, like three times. And it's like, okay, well, then that's on you. (laughs) If we've met three times and you're not memorable, we should have just stayed with Solomon Giorgio. Sorry. All right. Should we go with one or two? Still one for me. Yeah, one for me, too. I very much relate to two um, just because... I'm like a little self-involved, I'd say. Um, And so it's tough for me to remember things that aren't me. (laughs) We're going to change the vibe a little bit. Kyle Orkmanson wrote, my neck, my back. I'm Kathy. Ack, ack, ack. (laughs) (laughs) That's a crossover tweet because that's a 30 Rock thing. We're like, ack, ack, ack. (laughs) Do you pick one or two? It's a two for me. 
Really? I do love that so much. <laughs> I'm sticking with one. Uh, well, now you're going to have to be in charge of yourselves. Because <laughs> we can't have a one or two if you guys don't agree. Then it's a one, two, or a three. No, oh, it's just... You're going to stay with your original ones? You're in charge of yourselves. I got you. We but We know Jesus our ones. <laughs> but also impressive that this is like the first time we've ever diverged. Two roads. All right, this is a local one from Clo from Snarls. Why do people on the internet hate Ohio so much when Indiana is literally right there? <laughs> and the Ohio Warren Democrats wrote, literally. Honestly, to be fair. Or two. So for me, it's still Kathy Ack, Ack, Ack. <laughs> my neck. I just imagine her strolling into a donut shop. My neck, my back. My name is Kathy Ack, Ack, Ack. 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 Uh, Emma, where are you? Are you staying with your still original at, OG, OG one? Still at the OG, OG. All right, just a couple more. Uh, Emma, whose uh, handle is at Slut for Trail Mix, said... <laughs> Currently working on a diary full of lies. I want my loved ones to read it after I die and be like, wait, what? <laughs> One I love or di two. Diary for lies for me. Because <laughs> I would like totally you. do that. <laughs> I'm with Nick. That's a really creative idea. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Okay. I got a couple more, you guys. Back to Josh one. Josh Gundelman. I have two hours to get 15 minutes of work done. So obviously it's not going to happen. <laughs> That's honestly too real and just relatable. Hurts, like yeah. I respect it. it just <laughs> so we're both staying with one. Here we go. Two partner. Rebecca Cyril wrote, or no, sorry. CNBC wrote millennial women are worried, ashamed out of earning out earning boyfriends and husbands. Rebecca Surly wrote, no one feels this way. Give us more money. <laughs> Be true. Not a lot of laughs, though. Well, it's just so real. <laughs> oh, my God. So right, I think it's like Diary of Lies two. for me. Yeah. Diary of Lies. <laughs> All right, two more. Somebody, I can't read what it says, said, in case you're having a good day, know that kids refer to the 90s as the late 1900s. All righty. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Still don't believe that. <laughs> it's a tweet. It's got to be real. It's like, well, we've got a bunch of people at my job who were born in the 2000s, and the youngest one was born in 2004, post-Finding Nemo, and I oh just, like, relating to them is impossible, and it's like a whole new world with how they view the world, and they'll be like, yeah, we were studying 9-11, and I was like, what do you mean studying? They were like, well, we weren't born for, like, four years later, and I was like, I have to take a lap. I cannot be part of this. Diary full of lies or the 1900s? Diary, Diary lies. full of lies. These last ones are too real. Okay, well, this is the last one. Uh, Mackenzie, anyway, my tween lost her phone privileges last night for being disrespectful, so I took her phone. But not before she set a three o'clock alarm at the highest volume on the psychotic buzzer noise. Well played, teen. Well played. Oh, that's brilliant. That, this is a I know, one. last week was such a desert. This week, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Rain on me. It's so true. I had to leave like seven of them out, but I definitely think these are the best. Will it be Diary Full of Lies or Well Played Tween? Well Played. It's fucking tough. I still like Diary of Lies, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my ultimate winner. Yeah. You've got a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Also, I'm still Nick. fucking reeling from like the 15 minutes of work. I have two hours to do it, so it won't get done. <laughs> because I was on a call with Emma like, because she kept calling me because I was asleep until 345. 
Um, so that's how my day's going. Still feel healed. And we were talking about this work that I had to do, and she was like gently nudging me to be like, hey, can you do your fucking job? And I was like, that's fair, and this isn't your responsibility, but I will do it. It took me 10 minutes. I've been like sleeping through the anticipation anticipation of it. It took me 10 fucking minutes. Mm-hmm. I was like, just fucking do it. Why can't I just fucking do it? It's so heavy. Everything is so hard. Like crafting an email that no one's going to read takes me like an hour and a half, you know? Hate it. It's really, I literally I'm like, oh, I got that email done. I need to go lay down and play on my phone <laughs> for at least an hour. What am I going to do about this phone addiction? I mean, I'm in some trouble. Well, my phone basically all day done. is like, girl, get off the phone. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the time usage, 23 hours. <laughs> Take it to the runway, runway. Take it to the runway, runway. Cover girl, put your face in the walk. Head to toe, let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. All right, can we go on to men in wigs now? Jeez Louise. Yeah, yo. Men and women. Men and women men and wigs. Men Twist. and A5 women. Trans, uh, trans women. women. Trans men. It's a majesty. So let's just go through Holland really quick. I didn't do a big recap. What'd you think of the win of that one? You know, it was fine. I think I said last week that I'd be fine if Vanessa Van Cartier or My Little Pony won, but I didn't uh-huh. realize how much I wanted My Little Pony to win until <laughs> Vanessa won. <laughs> and then I was like... Okay, <laughs> this is fine. Like, Vanessa's a fierce queen, and, like, yes, she deserves it, but I was super in the Poonie boat, <laughs> and so I was bummed that Poonie didn't win. I love that whenever they come on stage, they're like, my little Poonie, and he's like, hi, Poonani. Ah, he's, I mean, he's like a, he's like a pop star or a, a K-pop star. His fans are called Poonanis. BTS did, is called Armies. Nice. I did agree with the judges, though, <laughs> that... Ouch. Burn that Vanessa Von Cartier and Vivaldi both live for drag. Yeah. And maybe My Little Pony is more of a performer. I don't understand the distinction, though. You can't tell the difference between, like, Shangela, who, like, put on a wig because it made her famous, and, like, Thorgy, who can't help but do what the hell's going on there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I do see that. Because even Bob the Drag Queen, like, did drag. He was a comedian first. And then... She did drag because she watched the show and wanted to be part of that culture, but could easily excel in other worlds besides drag. And now and has, I think, is identifying as non-binary. I'm not sure. Like, so oh, are they? Just, My bad. I think maybe. I don't know. But definitely fluid, right, in wearing what he wants and dating a trans man and, you know, being in a pansexual relationship. Like, I feel like Bob's just an explorer. But, yes, you're right. He would succeed either way. And I feel like My Little Pony is the same way. I also didn't think she brought it to the lip sync. And I felt like Vanessa dressed for the win. She looked fucking amazing. Yeah, she did. She looked, she was all covered in gold. She mm-hmm. um, shaved off her hair that made her really uncomfortable because it's balding like a man. She, that was, I, felt like I will was say really that was amazing. like a super beautiful moment. Yeah. Um, and like, I know it was like pretty short, but when she was just like, you know, has transitioned into a body that reflects her true identity and it still has something. I mean, I know women still go through like pattern baldness. It's just like infrequent. Um, but it sucks to still have that vestige of your former false life, like showing up in your existing identity. Did we know she was Miss Continental 2019? Who the fuck isn't Miss Continental? Like Brooklyn um, Heights, everyone. Me? Like, f- okay, well, 
We should have a we should have a we should have a Miss Ohio pageant. We can all oh my god, we can all participate. There probably is one, right? There I'm sure there is. Miss Cincinnati. I do feel like Miss Hamilton Victoria. County. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Miss Campbell County, thank you very much. Um I do feel like uh Victoria Scone gives us all permission to do whatever we want makeup wise. Yeah. Oh, that was I will like not to skip around too much, but oh my but god, I, I love Victoria it. Scone so much. Like she is such a treat, such a breath of fresh air, so fucking fun. She's one of my absolute favorites of the cast of UK season three. It's amazing. And for RuPaul to say, like, this is so significant, even though for very long RuPaul has fought against transgendered contestants because they have an advantage or women, you know, by extension thereafter for having an advantage. That drag is truly an art form and it has no basis on gender identity at all. Was just like, fuck, yeah, finally. Do you not? Is there no backlash from the gay community that there's a AFAB woman on there? Not that I've seen. I do think it helps that she's a lesbian, so she's still part of the queer community. Um, But I haven't seen any backlash thus far. I mean, I don't have a lot of people on my feed who are super invested in the overseas drag race fandoms, but I haven't seen anyone like being bullshitty. Um, Well, that's good. I did that wrong. Um, but I do think it would be different if she was um, cisgendered and also straight. There might be a different conversation. But I think that the fact that she's still part of the queer community. And historically, not to like generalize, but watch me, lesbians have been so amazing in the queer community, particularly during AIDS. That's why they changed it from GLBT to LGBT in recognition of all the work and support that lesbian women gave to gay men during that pandemic. Come Thanks on, lesbians! Let's go, lesbians! <laughs> Let's get sickening! Okay, remember last week when I was like, I think that um, Veronica Green might go home first. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I wasn't wrong. She you did not. No, she showed up. She, she absolutely showed up. <laughs> she got a pass. Right? <laughs> yeah. She... Does I don't know why I remember her being able to do more than she did today. <laughs> <laughs> so my personal theory about Veronica Green is that she spent all her money preparing for season two. COVID shut down. Very few options for sources of income. Didn't have enough money for what the judges are expecting, especially since they hate H&M. So she makes all of her own outfits. And just based on this first week where they had to do two looks in one, it's just like... I don't know. They were bad. They were really bad. Yeah, so she came in in this alphaba. I wish I were in Wicked, but I wasn't. But I'm not really painted that green. It was bad. Have we learned nothing from Alaska? Like, you are going to sweat off the paint. But, like, I feel like Crystal Method, other people know how to put that base on. Who else? Monet was pink that one time. She was amazing. That's true. You're right. I just, just not good makeup. And unnecessary. Yeah. So then we've got Kitty Scott Claus. I don't know how I feel about her. I vacillate between that one like absolutely loving her and being like, what's going on and why are you here? <laughs> but she's cute. She's part of the um, little uh, Queens Cheryl Allowed. Hull. Yeah, with Cheryl Hole. <laughs> For I whatever reason. I with Cheryl Hole. <laughs> I watched Cheryl Hole versus Bag of Chips like seven times yesterday, apropos of nothing. And on YouTube, it's split into four parts. So I had to like keep those favorited to keep going back and forth between them. It was an effort. I loved it. Who won? Bag of Chips. It was the, the Amy Winehouse. You walk away, sun goes down. That thing. Well, next we've got River Medway, Burn. 
who is like baby Manila, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was exactly what Emma said. She was like Manila, <laughs> baby Manila. I love her. Scarlet Harlot, super funny. Who do you love, River or Scarlet? Uh, River Medway. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. I am sharing my screen, right? Yes. <laughs> this isn't one of those times where only I can see it. And I'm like, you guys, no, we're on Scarlet Harlot. <laughs> no, I just don't want to be pressured by your quick clicks. Uh, bitch, we got like 300 looks here, so. Fair. Okay, heard. Safe. But these are the first impressions. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. That was that. That was it. Well, now I'm frozen. <laughs> so Scarlet Harlot, I think, looks cheap. Um, but is very funny <laughs> and super engaging Rude. as a boy. A little bit. I think that just like you look at some of the other makeup artists and the makeup skills of the cast, I feel like hers is much more subtle than some of the other people. I will say Victoria Scone's makeup skills We're are not there absolutely yet. insane. Okay. Won't <laughs> right. be rushed by the oh, slideshow. You can't dog. rush the slideshow. <laughs> In comes Vanity Milan. I like Fanny Milan. I like that she, <laughs> like, when she whipped out that Estonia look, I was like, this bitch has got fucking layers. Um, <laughs> and she looks fucking fierce. She's been doing drag. I don't know. For whatever reason, when it's, like, young queens who have just started doing drag and are already on Drag Race, I do feel like they have a bit of a chip on their shoulder. But Fanny Milan has, like, a confidence and security in her life where I believe it, I respect it, and I'm here for it. And I want the backstory. Why did you spend five years in Estonia? How long have you been married? Where is he? Why didn't they show a picture? Is he attractive? He made these outfits. <laughs> All we learned is that she's a bottom. I want to know more. We learned that she lived in Estonia for five years and yeah. that she's married and that her husband makes all her costumes and that she's a really nice person and she was there for everybody during RuPaul's sadness hour. Yeah. She kind <laughs> of learned a lot. Well, I think she was just like the most one who was like, I'm going to listen to exactly what the producers say and I'm going to do it. Hey, so tell me about your life growing up. <laughs> that exact cadence. She gave out two different hugs to two crying queens. Yes, she did, which was very sweet, but they were from producer-led questions, clearly. On to Elle of a Day. <laughs> so I have mixed feelings about this queen, and I'm waiting to see more, and I'm trying to reserve judgment. Um, she's from As Dagnum. a boy, he looks like the guy from Pushing Daisies and Lee Alan Pace. Cummings. And Alan Cummings, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Wait till you Both turn 40-something. You're like, everybody looks just like someone else I already met. <laughs> There's only so Ooh. many, like, there's so many, so many different types of people. <laughs> a theme we'll revisit when we get to charity case. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel like L of a Day is not great. I feel like he's probably a musical theater. He's like the Rosé of Dagnum. Yes, mm -hmm. 100% the Rosé. Oh, my God. I got two woos in a row. <laughs> yeah, that was that was 100% correct, yeah. Chorizo May. So Don't sweet. hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because I'm an immigrant. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Magic. <laughs> And I love. No, I love her. She's so funny. And I love that self-deprecating, just like boy next door kind of vibe. And um, she's fierce. And then when she was talking about the pandemic, that was the, for that, for whatever reason, sob stories like always just kind of like annoy me when they're on Drag Race <laughs> just because they feel like so produced and so shoehorned to like make us feel something. I was like, you want me? Okay, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Okay. Anarchy. Um, but this one was one where I was like, I was legitimately touched by like just being alone, being away from their partner, the fucking irony of them coming from Spain to live in the UK and then their partner getting a job in Spain. Then the pandemic happens and they're separated, just being alone and like wanting the human contact. So relatable. You know, he's like so nice to just hug somebody. <laughs> just so when was this filmed exactly? Like at what juncture in the pandemic? I don't know. I don't either, but it was like. 
I mean, I know we're still very much in the pandemic, which is because people don't get vaccinated. Please get fucking vaccinated. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, please get fucking vaccinated. If you're somebody who likes drag race and you're not vaccinated, call me at home. 859. Who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) Just literally do better for society as a whole. I just don't think anybody that's listening to this is like such a contrarian that they're like, you know what I like? Ben Shapiro and RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah, me too. (laughs) Moving on to Victoria Scone. Who proves that makeup... I mean, look at her. Victoria Scones is stunning. So stunning. Gorge. Like, the makeup skills, everything, it's just, like, perfect. Pitch perfect. I love her so much. She's so fucking funny. She's so authentic. She's so sweet. Come on, lesbians. Let's go, lesbians. And it seems like she has a... Like, she's pretty famous. Like, a couple of them knew who she was. So that's cool. But there's only so many people in the UK. (laughs) I'm going to put this down as worst entrance look ever for Electric. Wow. It is really bad. <laughs> yeah. It's not flattering. There's no body. It's terrible. No body. Yeah. It's just like, it kind of reminds me a little bit of what Lemon tried to do in Canada's Drag Race, where there was just like no cinching, no body. Um, but this is just like way more of like a muscular boy body than Lemon had. And it just doesn't work. And the hair is terrible. It's like, when are we going to get over it? If Beyonce couldn't pull off those short bangs, no one can fucking pull off those short bangs. You need to pull Emma off and put a new one. <laughs> Not that, but Emma can pull off whatever she fucking desires because she's an absolute goddess. But that like short bang, like right below the hairline, it just is really tough to pull off. And this is bad. This is really bad. And then eight chains over a mock turtleneck. Like this is and gloves. This is Awful. And the glasses and then just like cutting off right before the shoes and just having those basic pumps and not having it connecting through the whole thing. Like if those tights went down and connected. No, there is nothing the, that could that save, would save this. this. <laughs> except a large long coat. <laughs> a trash bag. <laughs> Jiggly, bring the fucking trash can. <laughs> she's funny. She's 5'2 and a bit. She's been electrocuted by a fence. It went viral. I never saw <laughs> I know. She was like charming, but like, ooh. And finally, or not finally, but Anubis. Yeah, so I was on the fence about Anubis because I was just like, quite white, aren't we, for a name like Anubis? And then they were like, it's... My dad's Egyptian. Egyptian, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm on board. Um, (laughs) Anubis is cute. Like, be sweet. Yes, I'm I'm sad. And then in walks, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. (laughs) She she invented tits, did you know? I feel like she is Aquaria 2.0. I'm... I'm I feel in. like Aquaria is better than Crystal Versace, just as far as like awareness <sighs> level. Because when Crystal Versace said, like, obviously I'm like grateful or whatever for like what everyone did before, but there's a new generation of queens. And it's just like that's nice not accent. Thank you. That's just that's just not enough. That's not enough to say like I'm grateful for everyone else, but here I come. Here I come cooking through the door. That's a Lisa line. I don't know. She lived up to her shit though. She looked amazing. She did. She I lip know. sank on point. I thought she's not going to be able to perform. That's going to be terrible for her. And she was great. And they even gave her a song, whether intentionally or not, to like potentially throw her because it wasn't like super trick oriented and vibes of that nature. Yeah, she didn't do any tricks and you can still tell that she can. You're like, fuck. Yeah, no, it was good. I mean, she's a good queen. Um, And she looks insane. Like those Russian Barbie dolls who get all that surgery to look exactly like a Barbie. That's her in makeup. Her makeup skills are... Super great. Her eye for fashion is great. I just worry about her. And I don't immediately like her. 
I don't immediately like her, but her lip syncing got me. And also, I might have picked her to win this week. So, <laughs> wait, are we doing that? We wrote Did it we down do last God. week who we thought the winner and the loser. I have was. no memory of anything that's happened I have it before, all like down. two minutes ago. What I, I kept score. We'll talk about it in a moment. <laughs> I forgot a charity, a charity case at some point. Mm-hmm. Charity case. There's only one of her in the entire world, <laughs> except for everybody on Dracula. Yeah, exactly. It's like I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if we're ready for this. I like the different perspective, and it shows the different elements of drag. But you've also had like Crystal Method, who's gone outside the box. Like we've seen more of this on RuPaul's right. Drag Race, and there's definitely more of this in the world. Um, so I think that sort of cockiness did throw me a little bit. But her oh look, my god, I thought she was kidding. Stunning. Look at her. She no, no one with those bangs is being serious. <laughs> but I think like her skill set and her eye and her vision and her creativity are insane. Yeah, look at her paint. So good. Yeah. Like you can tell it's sort of like not to give her a bigger head because, you know, she's listening. But it's sort of like Picasso who like knew how to paint like Rembrandt and then by like 15 and then chose to paint the way he did. It's like I can paint gorge, but I choose to paint this way. So then they play some dirty charades, which is really fun. I love this so much. I miss mini games and challenges. (laughs) I feel like they should have been able to take their shoes off. But other than that. (laughs) Oh my god! And then Victoria's going when she <laughs> fell down and did that whole little drag over. That was the funniest thing I've seen in literally three days. That was hilarious. And then River, whatever her name is, with the cone. Medway, Medway. yeah, with the cone. Oh my god! And RuPaul with her ridiculous laugh. So they have to do two looks on the runway, and we've got the adorable Graham Norton, and really in this episode, adorable Matt Lucas. He killed it. I. They it were was, so into perfect. it. And this was a perfect, like, I don't care if I'm asked back or not. I'm going to say what I said. Like, when RuPaul said silence, he was like, well, no one was actually speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I was so impressed they left that in. <laughs> Burn. Ouch. So Victoria Scone comes out in her Cardiff dand- daffodil, whatever that is. Amazing. It's super swell. Yeah, and they were right. They alluded to this. Like, they're going to run out of things that represent certain areas because there's only so – it's a small country. <laughs> And you're talking about very specific regions. She looks great. Kitty Scott Claus should have been in the bottom. This outfit is terrible. Yeah, I think second to Veronica Green, she had the worst outfits of this week. Oh my God. Ella Day. Trying not, too hard. Not sophisticated, right? Like, I have this dress that I got from Costume World. And I'm, I'm going to put work. a message on it. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to, it's like I, performative activism almost. It's like, I'm going to take this thing that I know will impress the people. And I know Twitter will love it, but it's too forced. It's like, you shouldn't do good things because you want recognition. You should do it because you want to do good things. Very rosé. Super rosé. Anubis Sorry, with her boobs inside her belly button. Like what is happening? <laughs> I, know I don't know. Creative license, but that's not where boobs go. <laughs> well, they can sag. Let me explain something about being a woman. <laughs> um, yeah, I know they said that her first look was good and the second one wasn't. I was like, bitch, where? Um, I don't love this. It no. reminds me of Will Ferrell and Zoolander. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, River Medway, I don't, I don't, I this not, was way funnier than look over there. I thought this, the little scoots were hilarious. This was so funny. And this is why they need someone to at least tell them some British references because Michelle and Rue were like, I don't understand this. I don't get it. It's like, could you not have someone on the production team Google what these looks are supposed to be about and at least tell them so they can pretend to know about British culture? Because well, like still cracking up. 
-hmm. Well, yeah, it was objectively funny. And the fact that they didn't have any idea what the statue was and still thought it was hilarious is a testament to River Medway. But try a little bit. She was so fucking funny. This was hilarious. And the points and then the like, they were expecting the point and she waited. That's RuPaul's shit. This was very like Utica, but better. This is the face. (sighs) This is the face. It's the face. God damn Crystal Versace. It's stunning. I don't she looks care so good. what parts are bought, what parts are real. I do not care. She looks immaculate. The outfit is whatever to me, but the face is ridiculous. It's stunning. Well, and the fact that she like the very much was the focus here. It's sort of like Joanna in season two of America's Next Top Model, where she was wearing that helmet, and that's like the picture of um, the early seasons of America's Next Top Model. She was just like, "You're gonna look at my fucking face because there's no hair, there's nothing else. It's my fucking." She looks amazing. It's my face, my face. Veronica Green looked like a piece of shit. Cotton balls like, in her head. Like, this is so bad. I don't know if they know the order in which these outfits are supposed to be shown. No. But, like, my God, for a first episode look, this was so pedestrian. Like, I could make that, and I can't make shit. It's just sad. It's a sad color. It's just sad looking. I, it's just, it's, yeah. Scarlet Harlot, I thought looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Did look super good. Yeah. Amazing. Electra Fence. Yeah, so, like, I didn't hate it as much as everyone else did um, because, I mean, maybe. you need maybe, to look closer? I might. <laughs> I might need to. You're right. Because she does just have, like, the mining accessories and then put on whatever. A really unflattering blouse and chaps. Yeah. Well, she's an inch tall. Vanity Milan. I, I don't know what's going on here. It's fine. She, I'm in love with her as a person. This yeah. outfit for me is whatever. Veronica Green already seems so self-defeated that you're like, you should probably just go because it's not going to work out for you. Yeah. Right? I mean, she came in with like this imagined confidence of like, I'm back, bitches, and I'm going to rule the school. It's like, you're not Banji, You're not Eureka. Bitch, you're not even Cynthia Lee Fontaine as far as people who came back for the next season. It's just like, show up. I'm still rooting for her like a little bit. I don't even know who this is. That is, uh, isn't that Theresa May? Is it? Yep. Yes. Yes. Good call. Yes. <laughs> Not a good sign, but a good call. <laughs> Definitely, so this is Charity good. Case. It says Charity Case, and she's dressed like a deconstructed strawberry with blood everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I'm a slut for people who make their own outfits, and as soon as she said that, I was like, amazing. It is gorgeous. It has this point of view. It's like, <laughs> I do worry about being like, try hard. I'm just trying to be avant-garde and like weird and different, but I thought this was fun. This will haunt my dreams. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> funny to look at that face and see Gorge. But. <laughs> Victoria Scone, what's this pattern called? I love it, whatever it is. Yeah, she looks super cute. Yeah. And um, yeah, well done, well constructed. She made it with her girlfriend. Sweet. Kitty Scott looking like ABBA. Nope. You- I at least like that she didn't pick music and picked a specific type of music. <laughs> tea cakes is something. <laughs> she likes tea. She likes afternoon tea. Uh, She's once again she had an outfit and she went with it. Perhaps, yeah. Hell of a day in the prize. Another message. (laughs) Another message from a cisgendered white man. Such a wow. (laughs) Just uh, it it was very performative and did like kind of piss me off. Where it's just like I'm gonna do a message because they can't fault me on the message. It's a good message, but the person who's speaking it is just like okay. Anubis, this outfit is terrible. So I think if the makeup was better, it would have been better. She would still look like a giant 
squid. She's so tall. She is huge. And with that hair, she's even huge. She looks like Nina West. Uh, or um, A little bit, yeah. Who's Tina Burner. Oh, yeah. That's what Emma said. Yeah. Well, mostly because she kept coming out in the same color scheme. I was like, oh, no. Tina Burner. It's just Egypt. See, they're all one person. River Midway, <laughs> totally looking like Manila. This outfit is garbage, but she is so cute. She's so cute. Fucking precious. And I thought this was like an ode to Madonna during her disco era. And then she basically says on the runway, I know my outfit's shit, so I'm just going to sell it. You're like, good call, good call. Had a girl, Crystal Versace. Again, stunning. Yeah, objectively stunning. Can you imagine if we wore makeup like that in real life? She does. Have you seen her boy look? I mean, us. Does. Like the three <laughs> of us. Oh. oh, that'd be cute. Oh my God, should we? Just imagine, like, do you put that much highlighter in the center of your forehead? I think that's also the spotlight hitting it, don't you? Oh, no. Probably. You're right. Look. No, she does. <laughs> I feel like it's supposed to just always look like there's a spotlight on her. <laughs> It's working. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it is, <laughs> oh, boy. It is very green. British that she fixed everything but her teeth. Her teeth are fine. Teeth don't all have to look like fake chiclets. These are teeth. <laughs> I'm not saying they need to, but usually people You just with... said she didn't fix her teeth. There's nothing wrong with her teeth. Okay, you're right. You, they're the you color got me, gal. Teeth. You got me, gal. I just get so annoyed that they're like, everybody has to have the same perfect teeth. Yeah. That's and fair. now they're like, like blue one. white. You're just like, so anybody who doesn't have blue white teeth, obviously I have terrible teeth, so I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Her teeth are fine. Unlike Veronica Reen's outfit, which is shit. This is bad. <laughs> she likes ski pants games. on. <laughs> yeah. They gave her such a pass this week. Right? She did not deserve to be safe. She deserved to be in the bottom. I had it written down. You both shamed me. I took her away, but I was right. You were, you were right. right. Go yeah. away. <laughs> Not you as a person, Veronica <laughs> Green, because if somebody tells you that we said this, we're talking about the editor characterized person they put you on TV. Not you. You have a great heart. You're a great person. Blah. <laughs> Scarlet Harlot. I cute. didn't live for this one. No, me either. No. I mean, it felt like Whitney Houston, but. Yeah, I mean, the first look was good, but the second look, it's like, you did music well. And I was like, I mean, did you? You kind of did the same thing that Five Foot Two and a Bit did, where it's just like, here are some props. Yeah, well, she had props. But she was smart, because RuPaul forever lives in the 80s, as does Michelle. So she did the 80s look. <laughs> Is Electra going to have the same horrible body the whole time? I don't know. I mean... I do wonder how much harder it is if you're a shorter queen, because we had the same issues with Ginger Midge, to, like, appropriately but dress your body. Ginger Midge just needed to show her legs sometimes. This is a men's cut leotard uh-huh. that you yeah, couldn't put boobs under. It's just not... Neither one of these outfits... I mean, you don't have to wear a body, right? Those aren't the rules. Yeah. But if you're going to do this cutesy little girl face, you I think you want the body to match, right? I guess you are flat chested if you're seven or however old yeah. this girl's supposed to but be. But like a bigger I, skirt to make it look like more balanced. Proportionized. Yeah. Proportionized. Yeah. Also, I do, I don't know if this is just because like I have my own issues with my birthday, but people are like, it's my birthday. I can do whatever I want. I do not tend to like those people. <laughs> Point taken. Luckily, I hate my birthday. Vanity Milan, I'm the bird Estonia. of Estonia. Things of course you love you are. Estonia. This killed me. I fucking love this. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Like, I know her partner's from there now, but she was just like, I love Estonia. I was like, yes, bitch. 
Because there's like one relatively famous pop star, Curly, in the early 2000s, who had one song, Walking on Air, that was just like dark and spooky. And she was from Estonia. And I'm always like, Estonia! I thought this was just a very long road to the joke where she's like, I'm the bird of Estonia. I'm a swallow. And yes, I do. <laughs> a very yeah. long road. Theresa May in an outfit she made herself that is amazing. Killed it. Stunning. She loves art. She does art. She does it well. <laughs> Charity case. This is just a lot. Yeah. It, oh. So it's well done. The idea is there. Um, I guess I just got confused about the messaging and the intention behind like the hairy legs and the non-talk, which is fine. Like you don't have to talk and you don't have to shave your legs, but it was just like a lot happening at once. And I guess I'm old school. I'm still looking for aesthetically pleasing drag. So that's, that's on me. But no, I think it was beautiful. I was honestly very surprised that she wasn't in the top because I think her looks. So was she. That. <laughs> I know she was. I do think her looks warranted being in the top. In the top, we've got Victoria and uh, Crystal Versace, and Scarlet yeah. Harlot was the third. Um, I thought this was a great lip sync to Total Eclipse of the Heart. I thought they were both fantastic, but I would have given yeah. it. I would give it to Crystal Versace. What about you guys? Yeah, I I agree. I really want. I really, really, really want it. First of all, wait, was this just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this that's right. Well, how do you feel about like the tops and the bottoms both lip syncing? Love it. Loved it. More, there are more lip syncs. More, more shows. And I think that if you're not lip syncing for your life, you can just have more fun, right? They're just trying to win a repeater badge. They know they're safe. It's just going to be fun. I think that's why this was so much fun. Yeah, Crystal absolutely won. I do wish that with the tea cakes during that part where it's like the drum solo, like, bum, 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 she just took off the tea cakes and started throwing them wildly at that point. That could have brought her ahead. But whatever. Boats did great. Crystal Boats won. Boats did great. Crystal did win. So then, uh, Sweet Melody by Little Mix. Why didn't you ever tell me they were a good band? (laughs) Oh, my God. Nick made me shut up so hard. (laughs) I was like, Little Mix is on. Please stop talking. (laughs) Was she really talking during the lip sync? Doesn't seem like Emma. No, I think I was just a quick aside in between. But as soon as he saw what song was playing, he's like, ah, shut up. (laughs) It's fun. It was a really fun song. I wish you told me that Little Mix was a good band. <laughs> Honestly, fair play. I did deserve that for the Ted Lasso. For but sure. yeah, the video of this is absolutely insane. Such a good song. And let me tell you, Electrofence did kill the hell out of this song. Oh my God. Somebody it. call 911 because those knees are going to snap <laughs> off. Did you see her bounce on the yes. inside of her legs yes. into the air? It's not, it's not healthy. <laughs> And did you see Michelle? Like, it's very tough to get, like, a shocked look from Michelle. That was, like, very subtle shades Michelle knows of... the value of knees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just, like, it's very tough to do something that other queens haven't done. And this was something we've not seen in a lip sync in all the franchises. But she far, gave like, the, the shout-out when she was doing the Naomi Smalls, like, backbend. That's true, yeah. But the knee thing, that was entirely new. This it's was crazy. Wild. Anubis did not stand a chance. No, she was going for comedy. As soon as, like, the queens start doing, like, oh, I'm going to try to do what they're doing, but I'm not going to yeah. actually do it comically. Never works out unless you're Ginger Minge and it's just for, like, a wee little bit and not the entire song. Like, Ben mm-hmm. de la Creme versus Shangela when she kept doing the same thing. Yeah. But when um, Electra Fence threw out the, like, African move where she's like, side, side, circle, side, side, circle. Yeah. Yes. And then she, like, grabs her ponytails. I was like, okay, she definitely wants it. <laughs> 
There's no question. <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a fucking slaughter here. Yeah, I'm great. surprised that in the BTS and the president of South Korea UN mission, they didn't talk about war crimes against Egypt because this was cruel. Look how happy Matt Lucas is. He was having <laughs> so, so much he's fun. So happy to be there. Oh yeah, did you guys watch Great British Bake Off this week? I didn't start yet. No. Oh, it's real good. It's a really wait. good cast. Really good cast. How um, many gays are there? Uh, at least two. Is Matt Lucas back as one of the hosts? Yeah, and the other guy with the eyeliner. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Noam Chomsky. (laughs) Noel something. Noel, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Okay, when I'm presenting the um, slideshow, I can't see you two, and Nick is suddenly wearing some sort of caftan. What's happening? (laughs) He he rolled his sleeves up. (laughs) But they've come inside in a tank top-ish way. (laughs) Well, it's a v-neck, too. <laughs> and the color of a dirty T-shirt. Um, so it's called gray. I know, but it's like a light gray that could have been like a white shirt that got washed well, with like also, gray clothes. I put it on immediately out of the shower, so as not to expose my chest for you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. So it's a little damp. <laughs> Still been sweating. We've been on the phone for like an hour. Plus, I've been sweating. Open the window. It's nice outside. No, because then they can hear me going like. Who can hear you? The neighbors. Anyway, so next week they're going to do like a drag Peloton commercial where they have to like ride a bike, dance, sing. That's fun. Even Ariana Grande couldn't do that. Oh, and. Did you hear that song Side to Side? Oh, I didn't know that. Then um, he says to uh, Crystal Versace, all tea, no shade, rank the other competitors, which is so mean. So mean. And I can't and wait. She's going to have <laughs> so much fun with it. <laughs> I know. I feel like you and Thorgy were just like, hey, yes. So let's get to the points for this week, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put us in there because I had forgotten which book I wrote these down in. But I think, did we say that we were going to do this for this challenge? Yes. I completely forgot. I'm we so sorry. <laughs> okay, I heard. I trust you. I do trust you. <laughs> So let's see. For this week, Nick had the winner. Hold on. Oh, I'm so. Do you remember glad who you picked? This. I have no idea. No. You don't. Did I pick? Um, I must have picked uh, <laughs> Crystal Versace, right? Charity case. Did I? Yep. Oh, I, okay. Well. Emma, do you remember Sucks. who you picked? Mm, I of a day. Theresa May. Theresa May. Did I pick Theresa May? Oh, I love her. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, do you remember who you picked? Yes, I do. Crystal Versace. <laughs> well done. Well done. God, and then we also picked know? the loser. How did you get so good? <laughs> I, I don't know. I lost last time, so I'm obviously not that good. Nick, do you remember who you picked as the first person to go home? No idea. You picked Kitty, which is a good good one. Kitty's got claws. Oh, Emma? okay. Do you remember who you picked? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that was Emma. Sorry. Guess who you picked, Nick? <laughs> God, did I pick Crystal Versace? You did. <laughs> <laughs> The skinny young queens sometimes piss me off. And I picked Electra Fence, so at least she was in the bottom. Wow. You got well very done. close. You killed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all know I can't finish very strong, so. We don't know this. We don't know that you finished second. That's pretty strong. And you won well, many things since we've known you. All right. So the end of week one, tied for second place, Nick and Emma. First place, Julie. Is it just us three doing this? Leak said, "No, Daphne wrote she's gonna do it. We'll get everybody else on board." Mm-hmm. We gotta just get, get out. Sorry. Nice. Yeah. All right, so we need to pick three queens for next week. All right, Nick, who are your week two picks, or Emma, or whoever? 
Let's go with that one first. Do we get to pick two or three? Three. All right, team for week two. I'm going to go with Scarlet Harlot, Crystal Versace, and River Medway. I'm also going to go with River. I'm going to go with Electra. She's bendy. And Victoria. Nick? I'm also going to go with River because I love her. Going to go with Teresa. First of all, calm down. Nick, I'm going to pick for you in five. Crystal. I'm going to go with Crystal. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with Victoria. Change my mind. Victoria. <laughs> All right. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> Woo! I got to say, for week one, I thought it was great. I, would, I, I didn't want Anubis to go home. I didn't want anybody to go home. I was super excited. No, I was so fucking invested. I did not expect to be this involved no. in Drag Race. But Drag Race UK always fucking turns it. It always fucking does. And I was fucking does it. Yeah. Emma, are we doing anything else today? We're already in an hour and a half. So well, we gotta do our little open or uh, entrance line trivia. Oh, I almost wrote them down and UK. I thought you might, so I didn't do it. <laughs> a lot of them yep. reveal their name in the in the thing. I know. I would just bleep out their name. I mean, I'll do my best, Nicholas, or you're just gonna have to guess <laughs> faster. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right. I'm going to read the line. <laughs> you are going to make a noise to let me know that you want to answer it, and then you will get the opportunity to. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. It looks like you're about to have ah, one Julie. Uh, Damn of a day. <laughs> Excellent job. It's all right, boys. Kitty don't bite. Kitty's got claws. Yes, Nick. All right. One to one. RuPaul's Drag Race. What a lot of old <laughs> shit. <laughs> yes, Julie. Scarlet Harlot. Scarlet Harlot. Yes. <laughs> Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Bah, 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 bah. Nick. Victoria Scott. Yes. Sex on legs has arrived. Bang. Nick. Uh, Crystal Versace. Yep. I would have gotten that wrong. All right, Uns, whack the kettle on. She's gasping. We'll come back to it. We'll come bang. Back. Oh, you know Nick? No, I don't. Okay. You said bang. <laughs> I know, but I just wanted to win. Oh, what is that sickening feeling? Oh, yeah. Bang, bang, yes, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Victoria Green. It's Veronica Deja Green. Vu. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know I've watched the show twice. Four to two. <laughs> All right. It's Vanity Milan, and that's bang. on. <laughs> yes. Vanity Milan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being crushed five to two. Here's Charity. Act, 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 act. Charity Case. <laughs> The queen of the pyramids has arrived. Bang. Ooh. Bang. Yes, Nick. Anubis. But I darling, saw the person I heard it. I, I do not think no you Giza. did. <laughs> we'll listen to the tapes. The river is here. Come Bang. take a dot. Yes, Nick. River Medway. Yes. 
Wait, we got to go back quick. to the one you've missed. All right, Huns, whack Bang. the kettle on. Yes, Nick? Theresa May. No, because hers is, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because I'm an immigrant. Oh, yeah. oh that's well, true. We're definitely oh, going to give that fuck. one to Julie. <laughs> what? Yeah, we'll give that one to Julie. <laughs> yeah, since she knew it. Like, point <laughs> blank, period. <laughs> All right, Huns, whack the kettle on. She's gasping. Is it Electrofence? Bag. It is Electrofence. Damn it. It doesn't matter. And you no one seven quite knows zero. what she means. <laughs> no, what's she at? We're at five to four now, right? No, we're at like eight to two to three. You got it. There's no one left. That's it. Emma, what's the score? Oh. We got one, oh. two, three, four, five. To Nick's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Good respectable, job. Respectable. <laughs> Very respectable. Respectable. <laughs> Um, is there anything coming on this week? Oh, yes, The Way Down. What's Spelled W A Y, but it is about it's another multi-level, not multi-level marketing. So The Way Down is a documentary. It follows the Remnant Fellowship Church and its leader, Gwen Shamblin Lara, exploring her fame and power as a diet guru and the truth behind her carefully curated image, detailing the controversial practices of the church. You All have right, to I'm see in. her hair. Please hold on. Oh, it's going to be so good, you guys. I can't wait. Five Does episodes. She... <laughs> Does she go down? Go down? Oh, she dies. She's, she died <laughs> this year in a plane, if that makes you feel any better. No, that's not I know. what I you want. Were really I want upset. justice. <laughs> I know. You were, you were really upset that justice happened. Here's what she looks like. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot I'm still on shared screen. Sorry. That's so much hairspray. Wow. That's so, so much she's, hairspray. It's extra hair, they think, from her, like starving herself so this was i guess a really famous diet where like you maybe it's the dolly parton diet where you cut the food into thirds and give one third to each of the angels on your shoulder and you just eat the middle and you only eat when your stomach is actually making noise or growling um and you use jesus to like save it (laughs) (laughs) then she dumps her first husband because he won't lose weight he can't manage oh my god (laughs) she sounds insane i can't wait it's gonna be it's gonna be so good Five episodes. <laughs> oh my God. If you're not listening to Bad Blood and The Dropout, I don't know why you're alive. They're so good. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes, Nick, did you when you listen to that Love It or Leave It, did you hear that Emily Heller and John Lovett are both better Elizabeth Holmes than I am? No. He did not. I, I only not. played him the one segment from the <laughs> reality. Oh. They both do Elizabeth Holmes. Way better than I do, but I do think, have figured out that I'm doing Romy from Romy Michelle's. Oh, Ramon, <laughs> do it to me, Ramon. <laughs> and uh, did you get your blood sample taken? <laughs> so I'm doing like a combo. What I think Elizabeth Holmes sounds like and Romy Michelle. Anyway, those podcasts are amazing. Please listen. So we're gonna watch the way down. Anything else, Nick? You're gonna you finish Sex Education. I'm going to watch season two of Ted Lasso. Oh, good. Are you back Thus into far. Manifest? No. Oh, what was you that know tweet? who else is a pop, t- pop star? Emmy from The Challenge. She's apparently a pop star in Romania or wherever she's Shut from. Up. Did you see her really? perform at the club? <laughs> I would like to do my impression of Emmy. People think that I'm so strong, <laughs> but I'm just weak. I'm like, you've been crying the entire season of The Challenge. No one thinks you're strong. Everyone thinks you are weak. Emotionally issues, yes. But she was on Survivor. Well, Survivor, wherever she's from. 
Romania. What country? <laughs> Romania. Survivor America started this week with Jeff Probst and his hair, and it was a good one. They're only going to be there for 26 days because I think that's legally how long you can go without eating anything because they're not giving them shit, no rice, no nothing. Damn. And then it's there like were two eliminations. <laughs> oh, I am in for Survivor, and I don't care. If, I don't know if this is the last week for only murders in the building. I don't feel like I care who the murderer is. They're just a pleasant group of people to watch, but I'll continue watching that. Nice. Nick, you got anything for the pile? You going to watch anything that you know of? No, I'm going to listen to what you both say and watch 10% of it. <laughs> I think. I barely got through sex education. I really tried. But I did watch the five other episodes of season two. That I works. Just that's watched. a lot oh, of oh, oh, that's what it is. So there's a show on YouTube. It's on Wild Presents Plus, but it, this week was on YouTube called Binge Queens. So there was a show back in the day called The People's Couch where you would watch other people watching television. I loved it, of course. <laughs> um, but there was like a black family and a Persian family and gay guys. And so this time it was, there's three separate couches watching. On one, it's Laganja, Estranja, and Kylie Sonique. The other couch is Heidi in Closet and Rockham Sakura. Nice. Rocket scientists, they are not. <laughs> and the third couch is um, Pandora Box and Scott Nevins. So he's like a comedian. It's supposedly besties on each couch, but I don't get the feeling that Heidi and Rockham know each other at all. So they, Were they watched, on the same season. I don't even remember. But they watched UK, and they give their like immediate reactions as they're watching it. It's not like oh, a wrap-up show. It's really fun. It's called Binge Queens on YouTube, and I think after that on Wild Presents Plus. But it was adorable because there's no pit stop. So. And I don't think there's a purse first because I don't think Thorgy will be able to get it together. And Bob's having yeah. throat surgery. So yeah. nice. maybe we should just make a fake pit stop and put it up on YouTube. We could. We won't, hey but it's you. a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Well, this was fun. We, con we consumed a lot. Even all of us in different ways consumed a ton of content this week. <laughs> so I hope everybody's watching something great, listening to something great, having a great week. If you want to hear something else great, this week we're doing one of my favorite episodes ever of Blurg. Um, he needs a kidney. <laughs> no, he doesn't need a hand. So if you want to hear what we think about that, come over and listen to our Blurg podcast. You can see us at TakesPod on Instagram or Blurg on Instagram. Um, hope you guys had some fun. We know we did. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. He needs Milton Green, Milton Green, Milton Green, Milton Green, Milton Green, Milton Green. He needs a kidney. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs>